This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 yo. It's Our Lifestyle podcast, and this is ODB. We want to thank our title sponsors, Custom Car Show Productions. They have four main events every year. Orange Beach Invasion every March in Orange Beach, Alabama. After Hours Car, Bike, and Truck Show. That is every April, typically at Hank Aaron Stadium in Alabama. Scraping the Coast needs no introduction every June in Biloxi, Mississippi. And then Bayou Showdown in Slidell, Louisiana every November. Also, big ups to our additional title sponsor, Mini Truck Showdown. This show is going down in June, Vegas. First weekend in 2022, so come on out and gallivant out to Las Vegas. This is your opportunity to make it out to the amazing city. Remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Of course, that doesn't include our coverage of Mini Truck Showdown next year. And then lastly, part of the Mini Truck Showdown family, Kern County Showdown, which is going to be the first weekend in February in Bakersfield, California. Kern County Showdown. Mini Truck Showdown, be there 2022. Enjoy the episode. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast episode 267, coming at you right before New Year's week. Well, I want to thank everyone for continuing to come back and listen and rock with us. Before I got started, I did check the line, and Biggity Mike the Mayor is a no-show, but he is not a no-call. So he's a no-show, but he's not a no-call, no-show. The big homie is out there pretending to be Santa Claus. If you can imagine that, of course, USPS peak season is right now, so uh, he is out doing the damn thing. And we had a little mistake earlier this week. I posted... I went out and double-checked. I looked on Facebook. People were wishing him a happy born day. And I said, well, wait a minute. I thought his birthday was on the day that the chronic dropped, which is 12-15. Well, Facebook, I mean, everything you read on Facebook is true, right? Said that his birthday was uh, Tuesday, the 14th. So, of course, I get everyone riled up. Happy born day. Sharing the old dizzy artwork from the Spark Show of Mike on the chronic cover only to find out that his birthday is truly on Wednesday, which is the day the chronic dropped, 12-15. So, dude, happy born day to Biggity Mike. Again, he's probably out gallivanting. He likes to tell me that he's out working when really he's at the nightclub, he's at the bottle club. Could be the dog track. I'll hear dogs barking in the back, and he's telling me it's customers' houses. I go, dude, there's no way, dude. I mean, I don't know, but... All I can tell you is we're super stoked. This episode, 267, is brought to you by our fine friends over number one. We want to thank Mini Truck Showdown. This show is going down the first weekend in June next year in Las Vegas. Facebook and Instagram, type in Mini Truck Showdown. You will not be disappointed. We're going to be out there. Kind of a dry run for SEMA, which is going to be obviously later in the year. But this is your opportunity. Maybe you want to get away Maybe your marriage is a little stagnant, and you go, hey, honey, let's go on out to Vegas and get crazy, okay? Hank will be out there. I know Hank's going to fly in. 
It's going to be a good time, so come on out. Mini Truck Showdown. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. A lot more information again first weekend in June. Additionally, Custom Car Show Productions. These guys have been with us since the beginning. Rest in peace to our dear friend Greg Miller. What I would say here is we're going to be at Orange Beach Invasion the last weekend in March next year. So Orange Beach, Alabama. Just know we're going to be down there. You can hit up Lauren Miller or Robbie Bryant. If you've got questions, you can send them a DM on Facebook. A lot of the premier spots are taken up, but just know that they got a ton of spots there. So uh, we're uh, surely looking forward to that um, to that event. That's going to be in Orange Beach, Alabama, of course, the last weekend of March. So on this episode 267, again, I'm going to be rocking with myself. However, I do have some homies that we're going to check in with. Um, I do want to also announce that we will have Sylvia on as our title guest, and she's from Girls Truckin'. So uh, Mike recently linked up with Sylvia, and uh, it's Girl it's girl Truckin', G-I-R-L, Truckin', T-R-U-C-K, apostrophe N. So we'll talk all about that. Uh, we love what she's doing out there in the scene. I think it's fantastic. So much more to come a little bit later in this episode. Hopefully we'll get a chance to link up with Jeff Godette. We'll talk a little bit about some big breaking news, if you will, from his angle down to earth, of course, the Northeast. And we'll also try to link up with Brian from Forbidden Fantasy just to talk a little bit about Forbidden for next year. The reason being is that this show obviously was impacted heavily due to COVID. So I'd love for folks to kind of know what's coming next year related to Forbidden Fantasy. So the overview of this episode is brought to you by our family at Graphics Mafia. If you need stickers, decals, maybe some of those signs that say club parking that you want to put in the ground at a show, hit up Buddy and Ryan at Graphics Mafia. These guys will get you taken care of. Remember, Chad Luke was at in um, Vegas this year for SEMA with his truck. Buddy and Ryan knocked out all of those decals to go on Chad's back glass. So they can get you taken care of. It's G-R-A-P-H-I-X-Mafia.com. They're on TikTok, as well as Instagram, Graphics Mafia. All right, so next, we've got the last episode recap. I'll keep this one short and sweet. Got to thank LMC from Lowest Common Denominator Podcast for coming on. A lot of great feedback on that one. It was a lot of fun just to chop it up with the homie. We've long said this. There's a lot of history in that area, and he knows it. He's been doing the damn thing 20-plus, so tip of the cap. I did see some comments as well where people said, hey, thanks for having him on because I found their podcast. Again, go check it out. Uh, If you're on iPhone, just type in LCD and then it will pop up. Love what they do. They've been going to shows, getting their booth and and stuff like that all ramped up. We'll no doubt see them at Mini Nats and and potentially even before. But thanks so much to those guys. And we got to thank Lone Star Throwdown. Uh, for the last episode recap. Uh, hopefully you guys can make it out next uh, February, okay? In Conroe, Texas, it's going to be awesome. Come on out. Now, granted, the pre-registration is sold out. However, you can still transfer those. I think it's up till February 1st. So, you know, you're going to have some folks that aren't going to be able to make it. But bottom line is, come on out. It's definitely one of the best shows in the country. It's awesome, LoneStarThrowdown.com. 
All right, for the general updates, really, again, Mike has been super busy. I mentioned earlier a uh, little hiccup there with his born day. So on the 14th, I had noticed something in my photos or a memory popped up. I went back on Facebook, and people were already wishing him happy birthday. So I was like, bam, it is the 14th. So, uh, and that was, according to Mike, that was wrong. So uh, he's out gallivanting around, going out to eat every night. I know Shannon, Mrs. Mayor, her born day was just recently. So uh, hopefully they'll have a good time this week. I know he's going to gallivant on up again, he said, for Christmas, all the way to Orlando, dude. Swear, he doesn't even need a house. It's about 50 weeks a year. I think he's gone. But the general updates brought to you by Southeast Mini Truck and Nats. Of course, we'll be at Mini Nats this coming April. We'll be talking to Jason Bell, hopefully, as we move into 2022. And we'll be talking about everything that they've got going on. The great thing is they had that new process this year. So that's allowing for additional people to be able to get in with the quote-unquote golden ticket. Now, uh, there's going to be no trivia with Mike this week. So we're going to skip that. We'll hit him next week, hopefully. Hopefully he won't try to duck us, and we'll hit him with a couple questions. I've got a few lined up. I've also got people texting and messaging me, hey, here's an idea. Love it. Keep those coming. we got to stump Mike, man. He thinks he's good. I swear we need to get um, FaceTime going when he's doing it because he could be Googling this stuff. I mean, you just don't know, right? So we did say honor system, but we are talking about Mike here. You know what I mean? Now the scene updates, we're going to mix this up a little bit, right? So there's typically a lot of stuff that I'll cover, and I'll look real quick to see if there was anything that I saved. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call uh, Jeff Gaudet. Uh, Jeff, uh, recent guest, uh, he has some breaking news, as I mentioned at the beginning. And then we're going to touch base with Brigadier Ron Perkins because this month is the open enrollment for Hammered Weekend Wear. We'll touch base with Ron real quick, so we'll try to call him and uh, just see what he's got going on. Um, I did want to mention, too, while I'm here, I have been working on a new Lincoln Attic podcast. I got the audio done with a guest. Again, if those cards intrigue you at all, uh, type in your favorite podcast app, Lincoln Addict, and uh, that'll pop up, and you can check us out there, or check me out there. Uh, Dayton Jacobson. So he was the guy that had one of the few mini trucks at SEMA. He posted... He's Dayton Jacobson 55 on Instagram. He posted, uh, check out the TV show SEMA Battle of the Builders, January 22nd on the History Channel. Pretty cool stuff. And he's got his hashtags and, and different uh, you know Instagram accounts that he's tagged as well. Very cool S10. We did a video of it out at SEMA. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, Dylan Jam on Instagram, D-Y-L-A-N-N-J-A-double-M. He's got a really cool Isuzu, and I think down there there are Isuzu Holdens. This uh, truck is killer. What's pretty awesome is uh, he does a good job. We thank him for always tagging us. He always tags AccuAir, and he got some love from AccuAir. So AccuAir on Instagram shared his awesome truck, the photos by Inspired Existence. And uh, just really cool stuff. Love seeing what those guys do down in Australia. And uh, Dylan's always going hard in the paint. So those were a couple things I had saved there. The last two things I think I have, one was Mike Simpson. So Kate's husband, of course, repping RA. Uh, he had posted Grayscale. 
his awesome C10 is going to be in the next OBS Builder's Guide, or excuse me, C10 Builder's Guide, stand corrected. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Congrats to him. And then Mini Truck Era Magazine on Instagram. So they have grown by leaps and bounds. It's amazing how quick um, some of these accounts can grow. Uh, almost 30,000 followers. You know, there's that magazine that they put out, and they had posted uh, something a couple of days ago that really tied into, uh, it looks like it was from maybe Facebook. It says Los Angeles Lowrider Community. And there's a whole big long post there on, uh, and it goes on to say, at least in his caption, on Sunday after the parade, a few of the mini truck owners and us went to have lunch and talking to them. They also mentioned that a few of them got rejected after paying the registration for their truck. So if you read this post, basically it says that they're a little disappointed because they got all these real nice kind of show trucks. And if you don't know, out there in kind of L.A. And, and just in Cali in general, there's a whole movement of mini truckers that you know may not even be kind of the traditional old school mini trucker that we know of. You know, these guys are, are going hard, uh, you know, with the tilt beds and, and just, you know, a whole movement out there. And um, in this post, he basically goes on to say that they had registered for the Lowrider show and then they were turned away because they're not cars and things like that. And um, I will be, um, you know, interested to kind of see what comes from this. They also posted a couple uh, video and basically he says, and now they're turning away paid registration. So hopefully there's not going to be a rift there, but obviously I know um, – you know, there's long-standing, you know, many trucks going to lowrider shows and this and that. I think I saw Jason Red didn't even chime in to say, well, lowriders should look back at their old-school magazines because, oh, by the way, many trucks were a part of them. So, uh, you know, who knows? But I did want to at least mention that. So Shane Andrews continues to plug away with his amazing build. We're going to hopefully have him on early next year to talk about this crazy paint job on it that's really paying homage to the armed services, and I know there's a story behind that. So pretty cool stuff there. Uh, Joel Crookshank, he's continuing to tear down his truck. I think I mentioned that recently. He parked with us over at the Toy Drop, and uh, his truck is looking good. He's going next level with it, which I think is fantastic. Uh, the last thing I'll share before we call the homies is I saw Mike Barshow won Truck of the Year through Street Trucks. Congratulations, tip of the cap. Also, Billy Bob won Mini Truck of the Year, tip of the cap. I think we all kind of knew that was going to happen, but the good thing is street trucks, they do allow for you to vote, and that's what we did. So, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and dial over to the big homie Jeff Gaudette. We'll see if we can get him, and then after that, I'm going to call Ron and link back up with him, and we'll continue the episode. Yo, yo, and as I mentioned, we're going to jump in now with Jeff Godet. Jeff, how you doing, our brother? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys doing out there? Man, everything's good down here. We didn't have Biggity Mike on this week to give us the weather update, but man, it's been in the 80s, dude. How about you guys up in the Northeast? <laughs> I'll give you the full, yeah, I'll give you the full Northeast um, uh, weather report. It's going to be like this from now till probably April or May. Uh, <laughs> miserable, cold, and if you ever wondered why people from Boston sound the way we do as we get older it's it's because of the weather <laughs> there you go man so, hey we've always yeah, wondered man those crazy patriots fans up there but dude you know with the scene updates you know keeping this episode fresh been trying to kind of keep the podcast fresh recently and, and checking in with some of the homies including some of our past guests of course you're repping down to earth we established that 
really fun episode when you came on before, so we appreciate it. But how have things been in your neck of the woods, as Al Roker would say? Things, things are good, man. I, well, I, I sort of made a, um, a statement. I guess I have to retract when I was on the, the last episode I was oh, on. Oh, boy. You had said, so you're, so you're kind of a one-truck guy, and that's going to be your focus. I said, yeah, man, just, just one for <laughs> me. Me and my son are going to enjoy it. I lied. Oh, boy, man. I know. So, so, you know, I've heard some rumors out there. I mean, I saw some TMZ updates and stuff that, that, you, may have picked, yeah, yeah. that you may have picked up another truck. And I was like, man, you know, you're going to be like the East Coast collector now. Uh, you want to let the cat out of the bag for those that don't know? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a good opportunity. I appreciate the opportunity to do that on on, uh, on your platform. Um, sure. So I, it was something I there, – there was two trucks that I had always, you know, sent a message out to the owners. I said, Hey, you probably get this a lot, but if you ever are looking to get rid of this truck, um, please call me first. You know, and I think people sort of have to take you seriously when you say stuff like that. Cause everybody sorts of sort of likes to talk, but, um, I had put the message out to a certain guy out in Charlotte, uh, for a certain truck. Um, and I literally it was like midnight. Um, one night I got a message. He's like, let's do it. And I looked at my phone. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And the next morning I woke up and it hit me. I'm like, so I reached out to him. It was a nice guy named uh, Josh Ellis. You might know him. The truck, the look that kills. And uh, I said, dude, I need two months to put this together. I Everything I buy is cash. Yep. So I need 60 days. And uh, he was like, dude, I'm not in any huge rush. I don't want to make it, you know, a big uh, Instagram thing that I'm, you know, that I might unload it. But, you know, he was really cool about it. And, um, you know, I felt kind of honored that he thought of me and, so 60 days later, um, it was loaded up from North Carolina, made its way out to Boston, and it's currently in the garage, man. And I'm not going to lie to you when I tell you that I go out every morning and walk by it through the garage so that I can just look at it. It's an amazing truck, and I got a chance to see it a lot a couple times at Josh's place, of course, at a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. And just an iconic truck, the paint, the interior, obviously he did. It's one thing mm-hmm. that you know, I, you know this is – he put a lot of time and effort into it over the past few years. It's one thing to get a truck, but then, you know, you become the curator, especially of something that's iconic and to be able right. to have the interior and all of those things kind of icy on the cake. It allowed for that truck to get a lot of exposure, of course, featured in different magazines. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was, it was, it sounded like talking to Josh, it was the right time for him to say, Hey, I'm going to pass it on to the next guy that can enjoy it and, or, you know, do what he or she wants to do for sure. And I, and I always want to make sure, you know, um, as somebody who, who tends to buy trucks, um, and, uh, you know, that have already been built. He, Josh did an amazing job of, you know, with the interior and like, just, just kind of taking really good care of the outside and Mm -hmm. everything that he did as well was really tastefully done, which I appreciate. He's got a good eye uh, for what looks good. And he's also a great marketer. Like I've literally never seen anybody market a truck as well as he, as he marketed this thing. Because I was going through the process of putting everything together to get it, and every day I saw him on there with a different video or you know Brandon Burrell's photo shoot from the street truck shoot. Mm-hmm. And every day I'm like, "You're killing me! You're killing me!" <laughs> so it was, you know, so I sent him messages, and and I'm like, "Man, it's only we're like three weeks away. We're three weeks away." It was like the countdown was pretty hilarious. The final countdown, so. I know, right? And the truck is, um, it, it, it just, it's, it's fun to look at because it has that West yeah. Coast old school. You know, it's bagged, but it's not too low. And then 
you know, it has all the paint. It has the interior engine base, super clean. Inside the bed is awesome. It's topless. You know, it has just a little bit of everything. And honestly, it has went down as one of the, the coolest trucks ever. And, um, you know, I'm just glad someone like you become the curator of it because obviously you are at a place where you want to enjoy your trucks. You know, you've got the other one and we've established that, that cover truck. And, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, many of us, including myself, you know, it is fun to have our toys. And um, if we play our cards right, we can kind of sometimes focus them down to one or two of the things that we really mm-hmm. want. And if, it, and oftentimes, if that if the stars align, as my dad would have said, then um, then you can make it happen. And that's what you did, for sure. And uh, I have to tell you that there was some serious hoop jumping. Did you ever do something, and every single thing that could have gone wrong in the process of like acquiring it did. Wait, I thought that only happens to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to, to share with you and and be able to coddle you a little bit and let you know yeah. I'm the other guy. And dude, everything that could have gone wrong or like or been like a hiccup went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to Josh Ellis because every little thing, he's like, oh my god, I'm like, dude, it was just unreal. So the the end of the day, the moral of the story is, uh, the delivery driver showed up. And I have a mall like right nearby where I live. And he met me there. I said, do not pull that truck out of the trailer before I get there. He's like, no, no, I won't. I said, no, no, because I want I want the reveal. Like, I want you to open the door. Yeah, like Doc Brown, remember, with the time machine. Totally. It's exactly what I was thinking. I said, I want the big reveal. And me and my friend, who's been my friend since high school, when I when I had trucks in high school, uh-huh. were there, and my and my son Gavin was there, my my fifteen year old, and he opened the door, and the three of us were like three giddy schoolgirls. It was embarrassing how ridiculous you're it looking was. at each other, going, "Hey, is that is that really yours?" I mean, right? It's it's an Dude, amazing feeling. Was, you, were you asking the 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 driver to say, "Hey, can you pull over by the JC Penny?" Because I know if we get the flux capacitor yeah. over here, we're gonna be good. That's right. But um, yeah. and you know, well, funny enough, we were in front of J.C. Penny. Oh, dude, there you go, man! Mic yeah. drop right yeah. there. I thought, I, I thought, I thought of you. I thought of you, dude. That's awesome. I had acquired. I didn't talk a lot about it on the podcast, but I had acquired something from Washington State that uh, was a Southern California car. A guy that I had become kind of friends with, Robert, sold it, and I know the feeling, a little bit of the stress. Like I thought, the easy part was going to be getting it home. I was like, oh, I know people. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm used to trailer and stuff. If I had to, I could fly up there. You know, all that stuff was like, okay, I've got the whole playbook. You know, it's like, it sounds good on paper. And then that was the last step Execute. for me. Yeah, the execution was like, okay, so, you know, get the money together, pay for this car, do all this. And then it's like, oh, wait, winter's coming. Uh, it's not as easy as you would think to get something from, you know, literally the upper left corner of the country all the way down to the bottom, you know, the furthest away. 3,000 miles, so yeah, the anxiety, yeah, a little bit of stress, but the cool thing is if you if you have the kind of the perseverance to, to see it through, as you did, then you come out with the light at the end of the tunnel and you go, man, I'm glad I stuck it through. I'm glad I always kind of poked, you know, poked Josh here and there to say, hey, if you ever do, uh, I knew that you, know, you kind of were uh, interested in the truck and you obviously kept that interest at a, at a level where Josh eventually said, hey, you're going to be the guy, so good stuff. Yeah, I, and I just for the record, I gave him a few days after I bought it. I said <laughs> he probably doesn't want to. He probably doesn't want to hear from me for a couple of days. I'll give him a few days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was cool. He actually called as I was pulling into my driveway from the mall with the truck for the first time. 
Uh, and I, I'm going to paint a picture for you uh, Floridians and all of you out there who <laughs> are fortunate enough to live, to live where it's warm. Um, it was 37 degrees. The truck is topless. The steering wheel is billet aluminum. And so is the uh, one-off custom Diverti shifter is billet aluminum. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I was frozen by the time I got back here. And yeah, I was like going to say, idiot. I'd have to have the yeah. hoodie and like wrap, you know, pull my arm inside it and wrap my hand, you know, you'd have, right. to, you'd have to skillfully do that. Um, the other thing that comes along with it, keep me honest, were you able to acquire or did Josh not let it go? The barstool seats and stuff? When we first started talking, which was months ago, I said, listen, I'm one of those people about like legacy and like all the stuff. He's like, I know, dude. <laughs> he, goes, I listen, he goes, I listened to your episode your episode with ODB. I go, okay. I said, because when I got the Red Rock, he sent me the plaques. I got all the stuff. He's like, no, I, I promise you I'll send you. So he did. He kept his word. He sent me out those. And he was really cool. He sent the, um, the wheel stands and uh, – a couple of a couple of the um, issues of the magazine. Yes, um, was it the Japanese magazine? Yes, yeah, yep, yeah. Which he, is awesome. Yeah, he did a good job of really keeping a lot of that stuff together. I mean, those seats are cool, and I always told him, I said, "Yo, let me get these seats," and he goes, "No, they're going to go with the truck." And I appreciated that about him. Uh, Jason Redden, I yeah. know, was the one that acquired that that magazine that I always call like boob car is really what it said. I think it's what it translates to. And it's like custom, <laughs> you know, not custom trucks mag, but it's one of those Japanese magazines and. You know, some of that stuff is like virtually like you just cannot find it, you know. So what was really right. cool is obviously all of that came as a package. And again, we're we're stoked that you now own the look that kills. And, uh, you know, we're excited to see it whenever you can bring it out. Uh, but again, you'll be able to potentially bring it to, uh, you know, a few shows or whatever in that region. And you're going to have people like what Josh had it on the East Coast that said, man, I've never seen a Cal Concepts paint job or, man, I've never seen yeah. this truck. So. You know that's the legacy, right? You know you, you carry that torch, so to speak, and you know it's it's on. You know it's it's for you to kind of run with now. You know, yeah, it's exciting. But I have to tell you that I did feel a pressure with this one that I didn't feel with um, with the red Toyota. Although that's I, I'm obsessed with that truck still. Mm-hmm. Um, this one just for whatever reason carries, um, I think, more pressure from just more people who just know it because it's not just mini truckers that know this truck. Um, Some hot like custom car painters. Hot Rodder, yeah, they just know it because of the paint and who did it, and uh, so I feel more pressure. <laughs> so it's good though. I like I like pressure. Yeah, and same here. And going through, like in my mind too, with my Lincoln obsession, it's like you know I've got this one car that's going to be like bagged on this Devious Customs kit. J- you know, Jimmy's running customs, going to install it. You know, it's going to be like this custom car, right? It's going to be low. So like for you, you've got this body drop Toyota, and then you've got this you know super low toyota let me say too then you have oh, yeah. um you know this truck that to me just has that that right stance for that era truck um and then like mm-hmm. with my other car you know i'm i'm not gonna bag it you know it's it won't even be static drop but you know just kind of comparing it's kind of nice like you're gonna have a little bit of best of both worlds you're like hey i want to go super low you know you roll the toyota if you want to go more nostalgic and it's hot out and it's the summer you know, you roll with you know, the top down with the topless, you know, look to kill. So, again, the moral of that story is you just got a little bit of everything, and it's cool. You played your cards right, and you were able to acquire what you wanted. That's it, man. I I, I had a, a good friend of mine. Well, I had a, a friend of mine come out who I, I think I told you prior to the call who knows Craig Frazier really well. 
and um, he came out to see it and he's like, this thing, I've only seen pictures. Well, what an amazing truck. Cause he's an auto graphics guy. He's an airbrush artist. Um, and uh, I've heard that from a couple people now. They're like, I've seen this. I remember this truck. And uh, do you remember there was an ad and I don't know if you, you know, or as, as obsessed with this truck as I am, or as Josh was, um, but there was an ad with a, with a really good looking blonde girl where this truck was sort of off to the side and she was sort of leaning over it in like a bikini. Is that ringing a bell at all? It was a mini trucking ad. Vaguely. So you're talking about the look that kills, right? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. I, the look that kills. No, no, no. Yeah. And it, it's what I'm trying to think. It's probably back in that era when it had the bar on it over. It was um, the era with the bar on it. She was leaning over the side in the bikini and it was an ad for something random. But they yeah. were advertising in the magazine and where that was never featured. I remember yeah. cutting that picture out and being like, that's the craziest paint job. But it was, I never, I would always look for it in mini truck and never saw it. Yeah. And I think it, that was just, we've seen some trucks over the course of time where they're built and then they, they aren't in the right place at the right time. Like maybe they wanted, oh yeah, we'll shoot in the studio, bring it down and it never happens. And, you know, obviously uh, Ryan and some of those guys could could you know put the full picture on it, but I think um, that yeah, it's just one of those that really slipped under the radar, and it should have never slipped under the radar. You know, it got a lot of show coverage exposure, as you know, especially even like SoCal Customs and SportTruck.com and things like that, and you'd see it in those magazines. But that's why I think it's so cool that it was featured in that Japanese magazine because that stuff, you know, especially back twenty years ago, I think it was like the two thousand issue. I mean, you back in those days, like I mean, you just couldn't get it unless you knew someone that was going to send you one, you know. So the world's a little right. bit more, even more global now, right? I mean, now it's just like you got the homie that just, you know, yeah, here you go, PayPal me, and boom, you got your magazines. But yeah, that thing is super rare, so it is cool that that's that's the time capsule there as far as that old coverage and or you know feature in that oh, Japan mag. Yeah, so I'm excited. I I shared with Josh. I've got a couple things up my sleeve for it um, to honor what what it is, but. Yep. Um, do a couple things that need to be done um, so that when I go out with it, places are not just like, oh, well, you know, Josh did a great job on the interior. Now I can say, well, hey, look, you know, I added this. This is what I did. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. You put and there your may or may not be. I will. And, I, and, I, and I'll, I may or may not be having a handmade um, billet grill made for the front as we speak. Nice. Nice, man. I love the hints, man. I, I definitely appreciate that. What's cool is. May too- or may not be. Oh, yeah. What's cool is this year um, I was able to hang out with Chris Kudo at one of our favorite shows, Southeast Mini Truck and Nats. And Chris had spent a lot of time down in Georgia, I think, with filming and things like that, right? When we had him on, he kind of established he's a lighting guy and really the film Mm -hmm. and TV industry and that type of stuff. And he's uh, a couple of times he's like, yo, man, I'm going to try to make it down and whatnot. And what was awesome is he's – you know, skated on over and, you know, we got a chance to hang out like for the greater part of the day. And I was like, yeah, man, Jeff was on and yeah, man, you know, Jeff's a great guy and stuff. And so it's cool that you're, you know, you're tied into DTE down to earth because, you know, there's a lot of good folks in that club. I mean, a lot of heritage. I mean, literally going back to the late eighties, like I think I kept telling everyone, yeah, Chris has been around since the late eighties. Probably got sick of hearing that. He's probably like, man, you're telling me telling yeah. how old I am, he but, but he literally yeah. has been like, you know, doing this since like his teens and, that's a cool yeah. thing. And, uh, you know, you're tied in with those guys. You've got one, now two trucks kind of carry on and maybe even grow that chapter slash club up in that area. And that's a good thing, right? For any club, you know, most clubs want to kind of grow a little bit, but the number one thing is you got to have a true enthusiast and that's what you are. Of course, Jeff. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I, um, my mother actually, I talked to recently. Um, I got the official mom. I thought you were going to grow out of that. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And I said, and I won't be insulted by that. I said, but you know, I just grew better at it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. I like that. I can tell you this, man. I mean, we're excited for you. And I knew in the back of my head, I was like, man, I got to link up with Jeff and see how things are going. Uh, before we wrap it up, though, I did want to just kind of see like how, just in general, everything else good, not even truck-wise? Things are good, man. I um, No complaints. Uh, business is very crazy around this, this time of year, which is great. Um, you know, Gavin's getting older. He's, he's already starting to have those conversations about which truck he can take uh, to school <laughs> to impress the girls next year. Right, right. Uh, you know, and I've been playing along um, up until now, but now it's feeling real. Right, right. I'm like, ooh, yeah, it's going to be sitting in the parking lot of your high school. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're like, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, it may have to happen a, a couple times just because. But sure, sure. Well, we shall see. We should, we'll, we'll see how the grades look. But otherwise, man, everything's, everything's really, really good. How, how's things on your end? Man, everything's good. Uh, we're excited. We talked a little bit about, in, or I will talk a little bit about in this episode, just getting excited for kind of the end-of-year awards, right? I mean, we... We're super uh, fortunate that we kind of built, you know, what we have, and we love to be able to give back to the scene and really highlight people, individuals. You know, this year we're expanding that a little bit, contributor of the year, um, you know, to our scene, if you will. And, you know, that's, yeah. you know, th that's the excitement. You know, obviously Christmas is coming. It's going to be great. You know, a lot of people get together. And, of course, for some, depending on the line of work that you're in, right, I mean, with the observed holidays, the way they'll fall, you know, kind of like a Friday, Monday off potentially, or at least, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just depending on. But, you know, that's the time of year we're just getting excited. I know I am, and, you know, I'm ready to um, not so much to get, you know, to, I, I don't look too much into like, okay, there's a new year starting. But, you know, just to get through the holidays, and that's really kind of my goal right now. <laughs> For sure. I'm, I, I'm excited too, man. And, you know, I was excited to get um, the Toyota out to shows. And so I'm going to try to certain shows I'm going to go out to that I've never been to before that I've looked forward to going to for many years to bring the Toyota to and you know I'll get the little look that kills out to certain shows as well man so I'll, I'll make sure I'll check with uh, ODB and uh, <laughs> check the schedule and see what shows I should be you know what shows I should be at nah that'll be cool man but yeah there's plenty of them out there and like I said it's cool to link up with you homie we really appreciate your time Stay in contact, and I would encourage everyone. It's Jeff Godet, G A U D E T T E on Instagram. So J Godet seven seven. Go give him a follow. You'll see one of the recent photos with Rail It next to the iconic, the look that kills. So tip of the cap to you, brother. Uh, anything else you got, Jeff? No, man. I just hey, listen. I just wanted to throw you some love too, man. I you know uh, as much as I appreciate being on, I also. Um, Really love listening to the to the show and watching what you're doing, and I think you you might be the busiest guy in showbiz. <laughs> hey, I'm the busiest, craziest guy. That it's like, hey, if I really wanted to make money, I should like focus on like stocks or something. But in all seriousness, <laughs> you know, I I just love this stuff, and it kind of keeps my mind uh, off other things. So, you know, certainly appreciate the good word, Jeff. Awesome, man. Hey, anytime. I I uh, again, when you if you ever need somebody to hop on here and make stupid jokes for you. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need a new co-host. Vicky Mike, he's out gallivanting, pretending to be Santa. And I said, Mike, dude, I, we're gonna have to update your binder before you know it, man. He there may it be down on zero tick mark. So, but seriously, and I've never had an opportunity to talk to him. But I'm just telling you that Jazzy Jeff 
may make a comeback. Yes, there you go. I like it, man. Well, dude, seriously, if we don't talk, uh, have a great Christmas. Don't get too crazy on New Year's because I know Hank's watching, right? So he wants to make mm. sure everyone's going to get through yeah. the year. But, you know, he can get a little crazy with some barbiturates and stuff. And I wouldn't recommend that to the listeners. You know what I mean? No, no, for sure. All right, Jeff, be good, brother. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, continuing the scene updates, man. We had to bring on Ron Perkins and Hank before Christmas, dude. You know, it was Happy Thanksgiving before. I don't know how to spin it now if it's Happy, like, Hanksmas or something like that. Um, Man, yeah, that is a good one. I think Thanksgiving uh, took everybody by storm and they're not ready for Hanksmas. <laughs> no doubt. Well, the thing that I was so excited about before when you came on is you talked about, you know, this is kind of the open enrollment time when people can swan dive into the new uh, T-shirt subscription. Man, you know, I, I would assume that a lot of people are jumping on board because they, they don't they save like fifty to a hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little over a hundred bucks if you uh, if you subscribe, you get all the stickers, all the T-shirts, and for twenty twirty two, we're doing a surprise thirteenth um, uh, um, little edition that only subscribers are going to get. So for those of you that just wait on the line and are like, well, I'm only going to get this one and this one because I don't know if they're going to be hot or not, which you already know that they are. Um, you're going to miss out on that 13th design that, that uh, only subscribers are going to get. So um, yeah, that's good. That's going to be really awesome. And um, you know, you get a chance to save some money, subscribe. You can get your colors, your talls, hoodies, banners, whatever, whatever you need. Yeah. When you go to H A M M E R D weekendwear.com and you scroll down on the main page, you're going to see the hoodie, banner and t-shirt subscription i love the graphic that kind of reinforces this year and there's a good mix right because you had give or take about six full-size trucks you had the rock down to electric avenue which was a huge spin with the electric vehicle but then you also had the golf cart so everything's kind of mini truck themed for the most part even the full-size trucks you had some iconic stuff like catch catch me if you can all the way back to of course uh billy bob's uh dotson can you give us any little – I saw you You did a little hint the other day of what's coming in January. You know, you can't give it away yet. I get it. But, like, is there, like, a subliminal you can drop just to kind of maybe for one of the two? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've already seen the first two designs that Eric and Kelly got together over a graphic disorder to put down. Um you know, and we're just, we're just coming hard with, with, um, with a bunch of, bunch of heat and, uh, and some body drops mixed in. So, you know, if, uh, if that's up your alley, if you like, uh, if you like some, some wild, uh, full sizes with some fire and, uh, and body drops on minis, then you might as well subscribe or, uh, you'll be sorry when you only get, uh, get 12 by purchasing them singly. Yeah. And I think the cool thing is once you dive into this t-shirt subscription, the cool thing is you don't even think about it. So later in the year when you're like, man, I want both of them and they're both 20, $25 plus shipping, you don't have to do a thing. They're just boom. It's like mini trucking magazine back in the day. It just arrives. Uh, just today, I received uh, objects in the mirror are lower than they appear in the twisted topless. And I tell you, it's hard to always continue to say it's my new favorite. But I mean, these two continue to push push the boundaries. Not only is the twisted topless, not only does it have a, an amazing Mazda from the Pacific Northwest. You see the topper in there makes it a cameo, and then you've got a full size in the background. So like you're getting your money's worth with this awesome artwork. 
Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, it, it's crazy how I always say that that this one's better than the last one. I don't know how how graphic disorder does it, but each one is is just a little bit better than the next one. Like you said, it's 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 the new favorite. So yeah, when we were able to hook up with with Kevin and Jenny, um, Kevin's Mazda there, and then of course he built that C Gen for her. We decided to put those both on one design, and then Paul Rogers, the big homie out there in St. Louis with that CK. Um, it's just, we just came together and, uh, and finished off the year with a bank. So, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't throw all of our tricks out, uh, for 2021. We kept a couple off our sleeves for 2022. So get ready. Cause they're, uh, they're coming hot and fast. Yeah. Fantastic. And, you know, I mean, I know we were talking about this one day, like, I mean, if you're going to keep dropping this heat, like these, these people got to be paying you. You know what I'm saying? Like when someone's like, yo, man, I want to get a shirt. You go, man, give me, you know, fess up the cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, seriously. Yeah, we'll do this. Yeah, I mean, like that shirt, Twisted Topless, I mean, dude, he sure got his money's worth on that one because, boom, you've got uh, those those two trucks, you know, the one that kind of making the little uh, appearance in the back. But, again, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com, we tell you all the time. But, again, the T-shirt subscription, what's cool is for the price point that's listed there. Uh, you're going to get the uh, 12 shirts plus the one, and then you've got the value of the 3 to $5 stickers that you automatically get. Keep me honest, Ron, that always matches the front of the artwork, so there's kind of that hammered theme for the uh, the logo, and you can collect all of those throughout the year as well. Yeah, yeah, you get, get all the stickers. You get them all sent to you. You don't have to worry about... Um, you know, you don't have to worry about going to the website and beating the deadline for the data for the um, for the pre-order because you know we usually only put those on pre-order for a week, and a lot of people will be like, "Oh man, I uh, I got busy and tied up. Is there any way I can add to it?" And once I pay for that order, it's it's a done deal. So there's no more getting two X talls and 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 red shirts and that kind of thing. So when you when you subscribe, then um, you don't even have to sweat it. You're already on the the deal now, barring the fact that there's any shortages from from garment shortages you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to get um exactly what you ordered when you when you subscribe yeah and keep me honest they could pick any color for the most part i mean there's 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 a selection but they don't have to just go black like they did a year or two ago yeah yeah you we put in there for hoodies and for um and for t-shirts you can do them black charcoal red or white just like any of the pre-orders so um that gives you an option i have a lot of people and in Florida that are like, I don't want another black shirt. So we ship a lot of white ones and gray ones out there. And then uh, of course, Matt Middleton has been getting his large, tall red shirts for about three years now. So we always get the red shirts coming out as well. Yeah. There was a rumor. I don't know how true it is that Hank was, I guess, telling Mike Murray recently that, he, you know, there's going to be the hammered headbands coming, kind of the Chuck Norris. They, they had brand from, you know, the Goonies and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes, you know, Hank could be boozing a little bit on a Friday and that could just be like, something that he wants to launch, but like those aren't going to be part of the t-shirt subscription this year, right? The headbands. Uh, no, not unless Hank has put in some work, which you know how much work he does <laughs> put in. So it hasn't been gone by me. So right, you know, right. Hank's been, I don't know how he'd come up with new ideas when he's down at the bar. Boozing <laughs> it. To pivot, I did talk with the, the big homie, Jeff, Jezef earlier, right? And you know, you're up there in the Pacific Northwest with the big homie, Dude, I felt bad for him. He said his trailer got swiped. I told him, man, he's got to get a low jack on there. I mean, that's the throwback term of the throwback term of the week. I think, Ron, the low jack, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I just uh, I read about that earlier. Somebody 
came up and ganked that thing for the second time. It's Dude. it's nothing to laugh at, but it's like, oh my god, it's the second time. Dude, so. it's, yeah, it's like in Mallrats when he's like, oh my god, the kid's on the escalator again. Where's his parents? But no, but in all seriousness, <laughs> Jizaf, the homie. I told him, you know, like if we could get a low jack, and I said you got to put like a fake one, like in plain sight, where the robbers like, oh look at this idiot, he just put this thing right here, and they rip it off and throw it in the ground. That's the fake one, but then you have the right. real one, like welded up somewhere where you can't even see it. Now, hopefully, the GPS works and all that. You know what I mean? But um, you know, in all seriousness, I mean. I feel bad for the big homie, but he said he is gonna get a. He's looking at a low jack. He was trying to get what was the thing you used to put in the car uh, over the steering wheel. He wanted to get one of those. But, yeah, the club. <laughs> and I said I don't think they've got one for the front of the, like the trailer deals, do they? No, no, but they do have those. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched that show, Parking Wars on on TV. Those <laughs> those boots. They do have those damn boots for trailers. Oh, for the wheel. Over the wheel, dude. Yeah, yeah. Those boots, like when you don't pay your parking fines, they put that shit on a trailer and they never go anywhere. There was a Polaroid photo floating around the shows this year back in 77 when Hank was apparently driving down the interstate. It still had the boot on the wheel. And I Oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, and it was sparking everywhere. And- yeah, it ripped the fucking fender off. Dude, I mean... You know, I mean, it was the good old days, but I mean, it's it's a lunatic. But but seriously, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com. Listen, folks, you're, you're not – I know you might be thinking, man, it's the holidays. Maybe you got a little cash or whatever, you know, as you get right past uh, Christmas into uh, the first of the year. But you got until the end of this month, and the cool thing is, again, you're going to get 13 shirts, banners, or hoodies. You get to pick. You get to pick your colors. You're going to get those stickers as well. So the value is there. Um, show Hammered We Can Wear Some Love. And, again, he's the only brand that I know that can do it. Because they're so regimented, every sixty days or so, they're boom, they're dropping two new designs, and you know they're always straight heat, aren't they, man? Oh, we try to, and uh, man, if there's any room we can improve, maybe we'll get them out every fifty nine days this year. Yeah, that would be awesome, dude. But you know, <laughs> I mean, it's hard keeping up, dude, with you guys, and I just love to see the new stuff. I'll be honest, DJ Mays, the big homie, he's always on Twitch every week. I wore his. Um, that design to Bush or excuse me to Walt Disney World the other day, and people were like, "Damn, I like that shirt. Where'd you get it?" And I was like, "Hey, Hammered Weekend Wear." Uh, so that no, I was over, yeah, you, I was over you, in the Avatar you section. Him. Yeah, you stopped him and you said you can get a H A M M E R D Weekend Wear. And then I did the people's elbow right on their neck, and they're like, "Dude, they were knocked out." I was like, "No, wake up! You got to order it now." But I do think we need to somehow get graphic disorder to like subliminally like do like a QR code that's like inside the artwork. So then you just tell people just scan my shirt, man. And they're like, damn. Oh yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's that, you know, Hank and I were texting that, but I said, I don't know if people want QR codes like in their artwork. You know what I mean? I what they don't know. won't hurt them. Right. There's exactly. plenty of stuff in my, in, in my designs that nobody knows about until, until I tell them. <laughs> See, I like that. <laughs> and you know, Mike and Hank, they're known as the subliminal criminals. So, you know, they can, they can pull that kind of stuff off, but, Dude, yeah. if we don't chat before Hank's Mismas Christmas, seriously, have a good <laughs> good one. I know the weather's a little chilly up there for you guys in the Pacific Northwest, but you know, have fun, man, and and just don't get too crazy if you start throwing snowballs around. Just make sure they're not yellow. Yeah, no kidding. It's uh, it, I heard some rumors that it's been snowing around parts of Portland uh, this time of year. 
nobody really refers to this area as the Pacific Northwest anymore. They actually refer to it as the Pacific Northwest because it's going to be raining until like April. So I was thinking we could we'll start calling it the Pacific out. Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's the Pacific Northwest, and then uh, summer will come around, and uh, we'll be back on high gear. I love it. Well, I'm going to keep going with the scene updates, brother. We always appreciate you, bro, and keep Hank out of trouble. Yeah, hey, one more thing before I get out of here. Uh, I really had a great time talking with you guys last time and, and sharing some updates with you, but I did slip a little bit and forget um, because I was put on the spot about uh, about the big homie, Jizif. Uh, his daughter, Hannah Rosenberger, I got to say what's up to her. Uh, she's my bestie, and, and she's been doing everything she can to help. Uh, help Riggedy Ron Perkins out, so I really appreciate her as well as as Jeff and Angie. So, uh, big shout outs to Hannah. Hannah, what's up? I hope you listen to this episode and uh, and you forgive me for forgetting you on the last episode. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, love the shout out there, and hopefully Jizz F will get some more mini garage um, stuff going. I know he always tries to blame it on you, but you know we'll, right. we're always checking out the YouTube stuff. But you know I, he did say his next product launch was was going to be the face tattoos, you know what I mean? And they're going to be the stencil, and you have to take them to your local tattoo artist, and then, you know, he or she will tattoo that on. But, you know, he's got to get the website updated, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, well, seriously, Ron, have fun this weekend. Be safe. Dude, don't get too crazy as we get into Christmas. I know uh, you guys are all start hunkering down like uh, bears up there and start hibernating, but uh, don't do too much of that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I appreciate everybody. Don't forget that you have until December 31st, so the last day of the year is going to be the last day to be able to get in on the pre-order subscription. So get on the subscription for T-shirts. If your man likes banners, you can get those for for Christmas. Uh, heck, you can get hoodies. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my girlfriend a, a year subscription of, of small hoodies, so she'll stay warm. So. You know, just make sure that, uh, you know, if it's Christmas present, you can, as soon as you purchase it, you can print that receipt off, fold it up in an envelope, put it under the tree. Merry Christmas. Probably one of the best gifts for it that I can think of. So Merry Christmas to everybody out there and happy holidays. And if we don't see you before the new year, you know, happy, happy new year. Merry Hanksmas, everybody. All right, Ron, you be good, brother. Bye, buddy. All right. So, man, what a blast linking up with the big homie Jeff and Ron. Thanks so much for those guys for taking a little bit of their time to give some updates and again big news Jeff Gaudet man he's living his dream which is fantastic you know we talked to him recently about the Toyota but now he's got the look that kills right so Cal Concepts paint job made it all the way up to the northeast so I know uh, he's going to be looking forward to uh, showing that next year the scene updates brought to you by our family over at Garage Gear Clothing it is the holidays Hit them up, make them, put them to work, right? Crystal and Lonnie, they love it. Go out to garagegearclothing.com. The fantastic thing is they're one of the only brands I know of in our scene that can afford to do this. They offer free shipping in the U.S. They've got some new designs. They've got kids wear, women's, of course, on lock, and, of course, killer, killer T-shirts for all the dudes out there. It's garagegearclothing.com. All right, the key show updates, I think what we're going to do is as we transition into the new year, we're going to cover a little bit less of the show stuff because we've got the show calendar. Uh, if you go to ourlifestylepodcast.com and you click on the left side, there's the official OLP digital show calendar. 
you can click on that and then you can tap where it says click here. And when you tap on that, it's going to pop up and say, do you want to subscribe? A lot of these shows are there. And um, I know it's kind of because we've been on this weekly schedule, uh, you know, a lot of this is kind of redundant. So I just want to hit on a couple of things and uh, we'll reinforce some of our key partners. That way this will be um, a little bit shorter. However, I am going to call Brian, okay, from Forbidden Fantasy. The reason why I wanted to do that during the key show updates is if we scale this back a little bit, we might be able to kind of link up every few shows or every few episodes with a show promoter or someone from a club that's representing that show, and uh, it'll kind of mix things up a little bit. Now, the other key thing is Forbidden Fantasy, as we all know, they were one of the first shows impacted by the pandemic, so wanted to show them a little bit of love because they had to push their show. The pre-registrations all kind of were stayed locked in. And I want for folks that are going to be out in Cali, in a Nevada area, that are going to go to this event uh, to really kind of know and hear it from Brian. So we'll, we'll check with him in a minute. But uh, Dragon the Alley. So because we're a month away, a little less than a month, want to remind folks, if you're in Florida, I know you know they get folks f- from all over. And rest in peace to Ernie. He even flew out one year to it and uh, got a chance to slap hands with him there. But on Instagram, it's D-R-A-G-G-I-N, The Alley. And um, their event, it's basically January 15th, and it's considered a club-versus-club bowling tournament. It's 75 hours per lane, five bowlers per lane, and it's technically like a car show. So um, it's going to be a good time. I've been down to it, I want to say twice, and always had a good time January 15th. So that's within kind of our one-month scope there. Now, our key partners, we've got uh, Kern County Showdown. So that's the first weekend in February. That's in Bakersfield. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. Kern County Showdown, just like it sounds, 2-4 to 2-6. Lone Star Throwdown, I talked about that earlier. That's the last weekend in February. That's the easy way to um, to, to, to remember that one. Uh, Relaxed on the Ranch is the first weekend in March, so that's the weekend after Lone Star Throwdown. <coughs> we'll be down there. We partnered with them. I'll be DJing that, which is cool. Of course, I'm not as good as DJ Mays, but I love watching him and his sets on Twitch, but I'll be down there at Relaxing on the Ranch. Uh, from there, Orange Beach Invasions, basically three or four weeks after that. OBI, uh, one of our key uh, title sponsors, they're the last weekend in March. You'll you'll kind of hear me talk and tie that in uh, when I call Brian because I wanted to bring up the fact that those shows now, are I think, are technically falling on the same weekend. Uh, Mini Nats is basically a month from there. So Southeast Mini Nats, uh, 23rd through the 25th in Maggie Valley. That's all I really want to cover right now. So, again, kind of streamlining this section a little bit. And what we'll do is we'll call the big homie Brian Good, chat with him a couple minutes, and kind of mix it up, right? Different voice. Shout out to Brian, Grinder TV. Let's do it. Yo, always great to link up with our homie Brian Good. Recently linked up with you, homie. But I wanted to talk a little bit about Forbidden Fantasy. But before that, how you doing? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. Merry holidays, dude. All that craziness. <laughs> are, are you ready for uh, for the next couple weeks, man? I mean, are you still getting crazy on New Year's Eve like the old days? 
No, 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 not at all. I haven't gotten crazy <laughs> on New Year's Eve since, you know, since Reza. Reza was always from the time I was 18 years old to when it ended. But Reza was the the tradition for New Year's. And when Reza ended, I kind of was like, well, what do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to do. So no, I just hang out. It's nice and relaxing now. Well, I hate to admit it. I'm if I if I stay up to midnight, which is not going to happen. That's like that's getting crazy <laughs> for me now. You know what I mean? But um, right. But in all seriousness, Forbidden Fantasy Show and Shine is back on. I know. Obviously, this is one of the shows, at least, that comes to mind for me, Brian. That was it, that was the most impacted potentially from the pandemic. And um, I wanted to kind of set this, you know, have you kind of set the, the record straight on, you know, it's back on the books, but, you know, talk to us a little bit about some of the recent revelations. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our timing was impeccable being the end of March. And when this happened in March of mid March, 2020, um, we were one of the first, one of the first ones to have to cancel and all that stuff. And anyways, um, being our show is a pre-reg only show we have a choice of do we refund everybody right away or do we just wait this out and see what happens and we decided to wait it out and we were going to actually throw bump our dates to october of 2020 that didn't happen and then we were going to do march of 2021 that didn't happen <laughs> so fast forward to now and we still have all those pre-registrations from 2020 that are rolling over to 2022. Yeah, so the everything I've seen in social media, pretty much if you were locked in before, let's say you paid, you're locked and loaded, you literally don't have to do anything in terms of pre-regin for this show, right? No, and it's kind of, it's 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 with our show, it's a little different. Being it's it's not a big show. There's only three, a little over 300, uh, 300 trucks that go. And it's about 90% return rate. So the same people that are, go to our show year over year almost. So m- most people are like, yeah, I'm fine. I was pre-regged. So I'm just waiting, you know, and because uh, I was going to pre-reg again. So what would happen is if we refunded everybody, those same people would just have to register again. Yeah. So you just said, hey, we're going to keep it this way. That's what a lot of shows have had to do. They've had to kind of say, hey. There's a lot on the line, so you know we there's no refunds. It just carries over. Yeah, and if you wanted a refund, then obviously we would get we gave you a refund. But we told you, like there was a couple people that got refunds, and now they want to register again for 2022. And the problem is, is we're already full because the the, the facility that we're having the show for 2022 is the exact same size um, as the obby, so it's basically already sold out. So they were like, oh, I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have asked for a refund. Yep. So FFF underscore show on Instagram, the official Forbidden Fantasy Show and Shine Instagram account, of course, on Facebook as well. But it says on November 28th, you had posted, or someone from the crew says March 25th to 27th, Laughlin River Lodge Hotel and Casino. And the key thing is 2020 registrations roll over to 2022. Yep. And we're doing a couple things different. Obviously, the location is different. Um, the Avi, which is, you know, you see all the photos with the grass, <clears throat> the grass show area and right on the water and stuff. Unfortunately, they're not planning any events for 2022. So we had to make a decision and move it, uh, where we had the Laughlin auto mixer, which is, which is right on the river as well. It's just in the main area of Laughlin, whereas the Avi was a down river a little bit kind of on its own. Yeah. Understood. And the good thing is. Like you said, a lot of the same folks 
you know, many truckers, kinfolk, they all come in, uh, in you know, pre-register every year. But like for someone that's going to be flying in that may not know the area, it's within like 15 minutes, right, of the other place or 30 minutes or so drive. Yeah, it's 15 minutes um, closer. Like, so if you flew in, like, say you're flying in, you're going to most likely fly to Vegas. So it's 15 minutes closer than the other place. And there's more hotels around. I think there's 10 hotels in Laughlin, whereas the Avi was one single hotel. So if you, um, there was only 400 rooms available at the Avi. So if you didn't get a room there, you'd have to book it 15 minutes up the river. Now there's thousands of hotel rooms available within footsteps of the show. Yeah, I know some people, a few years ago, a lot of the kinfolk like Mike and, and Jamil and a lot of people from Florida flew in. I know Greg, rest in peace, he was there that year. And uh, just a great time. Obviously, uh, for those that are scoring at home, there'll be a little bit of you know a scheduling challenge, right? Because you'll have some shows, of course, Orange Beach Invasion going on over here on the East Coast. Um, I think Altered Metal as well is still locked in for there. So obviously, East and West, there's plenty to do that weekend. Uh, what are you most excited about, Brian? So we haven't told anybody yet, but what we're trying to do is actually, because the show usually is an early setup on Friday, car show Saturday, car show Sunday, and on Sunday uh, we do trophies around 1.30 and everyone leaves. But what we're going to probably do, we still have to get permission from the hotel, so this isn't set in stone, but what we're trying to do is actually early rolling on Friday and the show on Saturday you roll in, you know, between eight and nine or whatever, but then it goes until like 9 p.m. So it's going to go from all day and into the evening. So if you want to go to dinner, if you want to, whatever you want to do, because there's so much to do around there, there's jet boat tours, there's um, all kinds of stuff. You don't have to rush to get back for trophies or rush to get back because the show's ending. Um, We're going to do awards that evening, and then Sunday morning there is no show. You'll just be able to drive home. Yeah, I don't think, especially as we get older, I don't think many people complain about that. I mean, sometimes people are like, yeah, I like a three-day show, but you know, we've said it before, a lot of these shows are turning into like rolling Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it's like, man, people are ready to peel out of town Sunday morning at you know the crack of dawn. So uh, you can no, imagine. that's just you guys. Yeah, oh, I just, know. That's just, that's just our lifestyle podcast. <laughs> Dude, I mean, Mike has, Mike has said, hey, man, I know, you know you've had a couple brews, but if you just want to jump in the truck now, like at 11 o'clock at night, let's just head. I'm like, dude. Like, I need to get a good night rest. You know what I mean? I mean, Hank's here. Yeah. We're well, getting I, crazy. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the funny thing is, is the East Coast, they have done Saturday, Sunday shows for years, and everyone's okay with it because uh, they're just used to it. The West Coast never did that. The shows were one day, and everyone then went home. And we tried the two-day thing, and it, it worked. But I think a lot, a lot of people try to sneak out of our show at, on Saturday night, and then we wake up Sunday morning, and there's like 50 cars missing. And we're like, we can't promote the show that, that it's on Sunday and then half the show's gone, you know what I mean? Maybe the aliens came so, or something, you know? Because you did shoot that one Tahoe. <laughs> I saw OBS Talk shared it the other day, the the alien Tahoe, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're trying. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about putting taking the show into the evening and um, changing it up a little bit. Yeah, it, excellent. The artwork. I know you guys always would do some cool thing. You and I have talked about this in the past. You know, the artwork would tie into something going on. Because the show pushes forward, do you flip the artwork up? Is it just changing the dates? Like, what do you anticipate as far as the artwork for the show? 
So the artwork we had done for 2020, we actually used for the Laughlin Auto Mixer in ah, October. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And so we are, it's all going to be brand new artwork. And the way we do our artwork is we pick two vehicles from our club that have either the members have been the most active. They put the most into the vehicles over the last year. And then we kind of reward them by putting them on the t-shirt. So every vehicle you've ever seen on our car show t-shirts are our members. And they, they're, yeah, we kind of spotlight them by like, Hey, you put the effort in. Here's a, you know, you're on the artwork now. So it's kind of cool. We've done that for 20 years. So you're telling me there could be a forerunner on it this year. Which forerunner? <laughs> no, I know. See, I know the blue or green. It could be either one. I mean, those guys. I mean, Frank. Well, and uh, Frank uh, no was social, on no, it in twenty. Okay. No social media, Joey. They right. they both already been on it. Okay, Dan. So they're 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 out, dude. They're nixed, right? They can't, dude. They're nixed. They, they can't be on it. Yeah. You've got the Forbidden Fantasy rule book there, right? And we're just checking it, and we verified this, so we're good. Okay. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But they're what, but we're getting what we're what we're turning what we're running into now though is people have now bit multiple vehicles. So it's like um, so and so truck. He it was on it in 2017. Then he sold that truck and he built another one. And it's like oh, I we see. not put him on because he's he was just on it. But yeah, you're gonna have to sit down like at the, you know like a uh, like a courthouse with the club and like figure out the you know the new rules the rule book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. First yep. Amendment, Third Amendment, all that stuff. But um, all that good stuff. <laughs> no, but seriously, man, I, I always love seeing it. I remember a few years ago, you guys had the. It was was it what it was like when SARS or something was big, and it was something to do with. Did they have like yellow suits on or something? Yeah, they had. So it was when um, the swine flu swine came kind kind of came about and. And uh, it was when pandemics, like, we didn't know too much about them. And then all right. of a sudden there was, like, swine flu and bird flu. And we were like, what's going on? So our artwork always reflects current events. So that year we had, it was when Michael Jackson passed away and Brittany Murphy passed away. So if you look at that artwork, Michael Jackson's glove is coming out of the ground in a manhole cover. Wow. And then there's pigs, swine flu, with, with like, uh, AK-47s and guys in hazmat suits and it's kind of crazy, and we were thinking about doing something along the lines of, of current events. Um, like we had Obama one year as uh, when he got elected president, we had him smoking a joint <laughs> on the artwork. And, Did you guys uh, get a visit from anyone from that? I mean, I know no, Eminem no, got no. a visit one time because no, we didn't say it was him. We just it just you could kind of tell it was. Right. But, yeah, we always kind of we always have a play on current events, but. I don't know if we're going to do that this year just because of the severity of things. So I think we're going to steer clear of some some certain current events. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that was where I think they messed up with the COVID. Like they called it COVID and it kind of was – like back when swine flu was out, like some of my friends, like, you know, chicks I used to work with and stuff, I remember them traveling. Dude, they, they were putting on masks and people – like they wanted to wear masks. They're like, dude, I ain't getting the fucking swine flu. You know what I'm saying? But I think if there was they, definitely there was there was definitely some marketing mishaps with COVID. Right. It's like they could have like if they called it like, dude, this is like the Black Plague, dude, like 2.0. Like we would have been like, yeah, man, where's the masks? But no, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy <laughs> shit. But in all seriousness, we're just getting around. But it has been a rough year. We're getting ready to do our best ofs. And really, not so much that piece, but like recap the year. And you mentioned Greg earlier, you know, our homie, you and I talked about him recently, Ernie. 
um, we lost so many great people this year um, from different clubs. And, you know, in all seriousness, I mean, it's been a, a rough year and a half, almost two years. And, you know, hopefully we can kind of get out of this every time that we feel that we are. It's like we're back in the trenches. So, you know, all we could do is keep the pedal yeah. stop and try to stay positive, right? That's all you can do. That's all you can do. You just fight through it and come out on the other side. Yep. That's what the wrestlers used to do, you know, come off the top ropes. And, you know, <laughs> if you can get your elbow up on that last count, you know, you're still in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, um, dude, it's always good link it up, man. Give our best, you know, to all of the FFF family. You know, a lot of good people. Um, I would tell people also check out Grinder TV. You know, Brian's behind all that. He's been dropping new stuff. And then even your homie Frank, Custom Life. You know, I know maybe the stuff has slowed down a little bit the way the world is, but you know, you guys have been pumping out free content and, and I always love watching it on the Apple TV. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, we in fact we're about to drop some uh some crossover stuff between me and Frank. So we're gonna that will start dropping towards the end of December, but um beginning of January. So we've got some cool stuff coming up. Yeah, if I just got a special request, I know you take these all the time. Like maybe we could get like a Dougie update on the truck, remember when you guys went to OBI, you know what I mean? But like maybe we can oh, get like yeah. you know, you guys can hang out for a day and like show his new truck that he you know, he traded in, you know what I mean? That he that he already wrecked. Oh. <laughs> didn't know that. See, I mean plot yeah, twist, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Plot twist. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do a a, a reunion tour, me, Frank and Doug, and we'll we'll do we'll see if we can get out to a show. Like yeah, even if it's even if it's like cars and coffee, you know what I mean? Like down the road, you know? Yeah. You could string yeah. you could string it out, man. You know what I mean? Like a two point I mean they're doing a new scream. Yeah, the, the Scream Five or whatever is coming out in January. Don't you think they missed the boat? Shouldn't that have came out around Halloween? I mean, I still want to see it, but shouldn't it have been Halloween? I think so. So I don't know, but I, dude, I like the plot twist. You, you, you remix it. You're like, hey, remember that one video? Well, this is what happened. this is what happened. The motherfucker traded it in. <laughs> but uh, we didn't make it in 2021. Let's try to make it in 2022. Yep, yep. Well, you can't now because yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, but well, I'm not gonna be riding with them. I ordered one of those little Ford Mavericks, so I'll be driving that. Dude, that's awesome, man. I, I kind of envisioned like the little moped deal from uh, Dumb and Dumber. You know what I mean? And he goes, just when <laughs> you went and did the stupidest thing ever, and then you went and did something like this, and you totally redeemed yourself, and then, you know, you're good to go. You know, that baby got, I forget how many miles a gallon, but that shit was on fire. Well, the, the Dumb and Dumber is going to be me trying to put my entire booth set up into a truck a third of the size of my truck, my current truck. Dude, you need to rock topper gang, dude. Get one of those toppers <laughs> that's got like... I'm a, just gonna film, I'm, yeah, well, I'm going to film the time lapse. When I get the truck, I'm going to put it in my driveway next to my Titan, and I'm going to Tetris my booth and test it out and try to figure out how to fit it into a truck with a four-and-a-half-foot bed. Yeah, you don't have a hair on your ass if you guys don't rip it apart like the week before, like 20 years ago. Rip it up, oh, yeah. <laughs> rip it apart the week before and body drop it, and then try. Oh, it's not as easy as a long time ago when you just crank the torsions down. And- yeah, yeah. Uh, amen to that. But dude, it's always good. Link it up, man. Again, check out Grinder TV. They're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Smutfest. You know, Smut TV, all that stuff. You know, they're, <laughs> they're everywhere. And then Frank at Custom Life with a K. Good people. But Brian, we wish you all yep. the luck, man. I mean, dude, have a good holiday. Uh, it's the holiest, jolliest fucking time of the year. You know what I mean? That's right. 
All right, dude. Be good, Brian. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks again, Brian. Key show updates brought to you by the West Coast Influence. Again, holidays. If you're looking for a last-second stocking stuffer, go to minitruckfilm.com. Order that Blu-ray or DVD. There's also a couple of the custom Hot Wheels left. Uh, Radar will get you squared away. He'll mail that stuff out. Great stocking stuffers. Great history uh, for this scene of ours. And hopefully, fingers crossed, you know he'll come out with a remix, a 2.0, something of that fashion. And uh, you can add that to your collection in the future. But for now, we've got our fingers crossed, minitruckfilm.com. All right, podcast updates. Uh, Not a lot to share here. Uh, If you get an opportunity over the holidays, go into your iPhone device and go to podcast, uh, select library, select OLP, and scroll down all the way down. And uh, leave a five-star review if you can. If you want to tap and leave a rating, basically, and then you can write a review on your phone. Uh, something quick that definitely helps us out. We appreciate it. We do have something big coming that um, we will be dropping soon. We weren't sure if we we're going to be able to squeeze it in before Christmas, and being that um, we're you know about a week away from Christmas, it's just not going to work out. So uh, more to come. We'll be announcing that soon. Uh, podcast updates brought to you by Joey at Get Decked. Okay. A lot of good feedback on these. If you have a, a photo of your uh, of a vehicle, maybe it's your significant other, and you want to put it on a skate deck, you can hit Joey up uh, on Facebook or Instagram. Just search Get Decked. Okay, it's going to pull up Joey Dilworth. You can message him. He does a lot of awards now, and he's also putting a lot of the artwork, like what we've been doing, for these different shows onto a skate deck. Joey at Get Decked. Hit him up. All right, last but not least, Airhead Nation updates. A couple things I had shared. Um, this one, a big supporter of ours, dude, a really, really, really great guy, Mark Zitzer. He celebrated 16th anniversary with his awesome wife, Heather, and there's some great folks. Uh, Mark has been out there. I've seen him on Facebook and Instagram, hustling, welding, doing stuff on his truck. He's a big supporter of OLP. I know he always says he gets a lot of motivation from it, and I certainly appreciate him. He's a great dude. And then Johnny Garage Johnson, I've talked about him recently. He says, thanks for all the birthday love. You made an old guy feel loved. Johnny Garage uh, Johnson has the Hardcore Garage on YouTube. I absolutely love his channel. And I get inspiration just for kind of watching it, going, hey, I'm going to get out there and do some stuff too. So Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-I-E, Garage Johnson, uh, happy born day, and uh, enjoy the rest of the month. Uh, those are the Airhead Nation updates brought to you by our family at All Time Low Magazine, atlmagazine.com. Yes, there is a magazine out there called All Time Low Magazine. You can pick up individual issues, but they do tend to sell out. We would highly suggest that you subscribe. A little bit higher than your normal subscription for a magazine. That includes six issues. They're typically bi-monthly. And the key thing is here, it's all homegrown. A lot of folks from the scene shoot these features and do these write-ups and whatnot. So tip of the cap, all-time low magazine. It's atlmagazine.com. So uh, we talked with three people so far. Man, it's been a a blast, a great episode. Again, trying to keep it fresh so nobody's like, ah, these guys are getting stagnant. What we're going to do now is we're going to roll into Sylvia's audio now, and uh, she's doing some great things. So uh, without further ado, 
and we'll hit you guys next Friday. Again, we've got a couple of uh, episodes left for the the rest of the year. This is going to complete three straight years. I know I say this, you guys probably get sick of hearing it. It's something that's you know key to me because it showed that hey, we want to get these folks on, and if we put the pedal down, we can do it. And again, you know, fifty two weeks in a year times three, you know, you're looking at 150, almost 160 episodes straight every Friday. So we appreciate everyone that tunes in. That's the fuel that we need to keep going, Uh, especially I'll speak for myself. It really pumps me up when people appreciate what we do. So have a great weekend. Stay on the rise and don't get too crazy without Hank and our lifestyle podcast. We out you. Peace. Yo, yo, and as I mentioned, I'm so excited to sit down here with Sylvia and talk so much about trucks and all the cool stuff that she's got going on in her world. But first off, Sylvia, I want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. How you doing? Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good, good. Just working, uh, ending the year with the last show this past weekend. So got to get some downtime now, ready for the holidays. Yeah, we always joke with David DeCorver and saying how many tick marks he gets from going to shows. I think you could rival him. I mean, you're out there, boots on the ground, and I want to talk about that. But, you know, why don't you share just a little background about yourself? Like, you know, who is Sylvia and what's your last name for everyone out there? So my last name's Molina. Um, I'm from Texas. So just in case some, I get a lot of people that ask, yes, I'm from Texas. Man, I grew up uh, in the 90s, so don't ask me my age. <laughs> but I grew up in the, around the lowrider scene. Many trucks were big back then, too. And so, um, yeah, that was kind of where I, I started. And um, when I got married, we, we bought some trucks here and there. But, you know, life gets busy. And so we always ended up selling them. And so there went our projects. Um, but um, back in 2017, um, my husband passed away. Oh, really? And um, I, I talked to Mike hard. a little bit about that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was uh, it was really hard. I was real depressed, and I just I needed something to keep my mind busy. And I started going to shows, you know, because that was something we liked anyway. So we started going to shows and trying to do truck meets and stuff. And, and that's kind of how Girl Trucking started. It was, um, you know, I really wanted to do something. Um, to surround myself with new people and and new hobbies and and it just it turned into a passion. There wasn't a whole lot of girls that they were really um, out there, and that and the ones that were uh, they were so motivating. And you know, I said, you know what? I'm sure that there are so many other women, maybe not necessarily in my same situation, but just in a situation where they feel like it would be nice to be motivated and inspired by other women just seeing us in the truck scene wow. so well, well yeah yeah and i'm sorry to hear about your loss you know my dad passed away four years ago in 2017 and it's you know i understand what you're saying like when you want to put your mind on other things that's one reason mm-hmm. i do the podcast because it helps me just uh keep the pedal stomped over here and it almost like creates a um you know this illusion that you know i don't have to deal with this stuff over here you know what i mean so, right. um, you know, some good positive words there. So 
um, you know, thinking back to, you know, talk to us a little bit about the, about the brand, right? So you mentioned uh, Girl Tuckin', or Truckin', excuse me, Girl Truckin'. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, you mentioned how it started, but, like, what's your elevator pitch for how awesome this cool brand is? So, I mean, my whole thing is it's about empowering women, honestly. Everybody asks, like, am I ever going to do anything for men? And I'm, and I'm not. I'm only going to keep it just for women. Um, and not just, you know, obviously not just adult women, but little girls. I mean, I think the coolest thing when we started doing shows was seeing these little girls so excited um, at their first show, you know, with their parents or their grandparents. And and to me, that was that was it. Like I was I was so hooked on that. Um, I love seeing them had some parents, you know, some moms tell me like, thanks for talking to her. You know, now she, she feels like she can have a truck too. And Mm -hmm. so, um, so definitely one of the biggest thing behind the brand girl trucking is that I want to empower other girls and women. I love it. And like on your website, girl trucking, T R U C K N apparel.com girl trucking apparel. It says our vision, Girl Trucking, was created to bring apparel specifically for our truck-loving ladies. What a great way to explain it. And when I look at all the different stuff that you have, to me, it kind of really reinforces, again, that um, that the ladies also have a say out there. But you brought up a great point about the younger ladies out there, and really mm-hmm. the younger kids in general, but the girls, it kind of gives them a little bit of inspiration, it would look like. Uh, so that they, you know, feel like, hey, they have a place in this scene that often is kind of looked at as as the guy's world, you know? Right, right. And, um, you know, I had a little girl once tell me, um, she said, I thought only guys could have trucks. And she was there with her dad and her mom. Her dad was the one building, you know, his truck. And and once I showed her, like, my truck, and I was like, no, look, you know, there's tons of girls that we have trucks, and you can get one, too. And, you know, I started talking to her, and she just felt you could just see the glow in her eye, like, Oh my God, I can do it too. And, and to me, that's, that's huge because we think about like when we were younger and the generations now in the truck scene. So we got to think about what the generations were prepping for the future so that they could keep these traditions going and these shows and, and the passion for everything. Yeah, it's definitely well stated. And uh, I couldn't agree more with you. Now, I know, rest in peace to our friend Greg Miller, I saw that you had posted a, a photo with him in the past. And if I uh, keep me honest, I believe that Mike and you recently ran into each other. Was it at Bayou Showdown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Greg, yeah, I I really owe a lot to Greg. Um, back in 2019, when I started doing shows, um, you know, he was just real, like, motivated, and he would tell me, like, you know, you got to keep thinking bigger, you know, and and he was like, you know, come out to all my shows, so I did OBI, Scraping, and Bayou were the three shows uh, with him that I would do, and so it was definitely sad, um, you know, definitely take his advice, and he was always promoting me, and, and that was huge, you know, he was huge in the scene, and, and I know he helped a lot of other brands, not just me, mm-hmm. um, and always so motivating, and, you know, so I always think about that, you know, he would always tell me, keep thinking bigger, keep thinking bigger. Yeah, that's great stuff, and, 
you know, now that you've kind of established yourself in the scene the last few years and you got this awesome trailer and you go to all these shows, uh, what's one of your favorite aspects of the scene? Like, is it talking to the younger kids or, uh, you know, what brings a big smile to your face when you're at shows? You know, that number one thing. It is. It's, um, I, anybody that knows that has gone to the booth, like I love having a whole conversation with you. Like I love hearing what are you doing or what you're going to do next. And most definitely, I think what brings the biggest smile is the young girls, the kids and, and the teenagers. And, you know, just seeing that they're so inspired at a young age, you know, growing up, um, I didn't always have, um, somebody to, you know, another, another woman to tell me a lot of these things and to encourage me and stuff. And I think that in our youth, we, they don't, not everybody has that, you know? And so to see these girls and say that they look up to us and to me and to all these girls that, you know, I make sure and, and promote them and, and show them out. Um, I think that's the, the, my favorite part of everything. Wow. I mean, awesome. And that's a cool thing that I see about your brand. When I look at the website, uh, girl trucking, T R U C K N apparel.com. What, what I, what I see is you got a lot of different products, but you also really reinforce the youth and, um, you know, the kid aspect of the truck scene, which I think is just fantastic. Um, so, you know, yeah. definitely keep doing that. Um, talk to us a little bit about your truck. Um, I know like the truck, you have a Toyota, right? I do. I have a Tundra. Man, I that have truck several looks trucks, so but that's <laughs> the trucks. Like, so I have like four total trucks. Um, but you know, it's like project never ending. But my right. Tundra is the one that's pretty much done. I'm working on a '72 Chevy um, that I need to really keep working on because that's really my next goal. <laughs> but you know how that is. Well, you know, one of my favorite things on the Tundra is the roll down back window. And I saw your one of your photos there that has a sticker on it. And you see that mm-hmm. roll down back window. There's nothing like rolling down the four windows and then putting down that back window, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just cruising. Like, that's the best part when I get to drive it. Like, Oh, yeah. Now, um, my understanding was in the past, you did a little bit of stuff. Um, I see a link on your website over to YouTube, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you did, uh, keep me honest, you did kind of dabble a little bit into when you were at shows, you would, um, you know, try to interview ladies and do different things. Right. And that was your way to kind of, uh, start kind of building up the girl, uh, truck and brand. Yeah. So one of the things that I, you know, I really wanted to show during with these videos that I was doing on YouTube is just to show people like how many women are at shows with their trucks. Um, you know, sometimes when you see videos, I mean, obviously you don't know if it's a man's truck, if it's a woman's truck. So I definitely made every video um, concentrated around the women. So every truck that you saw was lady driven. And then um, I would choose one to interview at every show. They would talk about their truck and tell me a little bit more about them and kind of same thing, like what got them in the scene. And, you know, it was, I wanted them to to talk because, again, going back to motivating not just, you know, our younger girls, but other girls so that other girls could see, hey, you know what, she's still currently working on her truck. And and my biggest thing was always um, showcasing women that were working on their trucks, um, because a lot of times when you're in the scene, you think like, 
oh man, this person done put all this money and, you know, I don't necessarily have all that money to put in my truck. And so some women, you know, some people feel discouraged with that. So what I really wanted to show is, you know, for the girls to talk about the timeline in their trucks and how much, how long it took and, and then still working on it and stuff. So I did do that on, on a few shows and I definitely want to keep, um, you know, again, bringing girls out and to do some kind of interviews. And I think that would be great. Yeah, I definitely agree. And one thing that I thought was interesting, uh, when I look at girl trucking with an apostrophe N, if I look at that YouTube channel, you know, you had, um, you know, from Battle in Bama to Altered Metal to LST uh, to mm-hmm. C10 Nationals, Las Vegas Showdown, Daytona Truck Meet, yeah. uh, and Scraping the Coast, of course, like you really, um, you mixed it up. It wasn't just one particular mm-hmm. event. Right. So that was Yeah, good we did stuff. 24 shows total this year. Dang. That is, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're running circles on some of the guys I know. So, <laughs> man, it was, it was like a... It was a tour for sure. Um, I mean, as far west that we went was the Vegas. And as far east as we've gone is Florida. Yep. So, I mean, we were everywhere. Yeah, I see you everywhere on social media and stuff. And that's something that we've always tried to push. And I see folks like you and others, many others doing it. You know, it's getting out there. It's not just standing behind the booth and like selling something. It's, It's engaging with your audience, right? And like right, you said, yeah, getting, that's the favorite part. Yeah. yeah, getting the the younger kids, especially the girls in your um, case, getting them involved and kind of feeling like, hey, man, mm-hmm. I want to go to a show. And like you said, I couldn't agree more. When you want to think about the future of the scene, you want to nurture the younger kids, right? And and kind of get right. them ingrained in it. And I think that's a cool yep. thing. But uh, I wanted to ask you this. So right, so you know, you you've started building your brand and whatnot. Was there someone that you kind of looked up to? over the past few years or someone that maybe gave you motivation on the female side that was, or, you know, even a dude, but you know, someone that maybe gave you motivation to say, man, you can do this and, 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 and helped right. you. You know, there's a lot of girls in the scene. Um, so absolutely. I, I definitely had a, a few, but there was one in the very beginning, you know, when I started doing my apparel, Naomi with Mad Gear, you know, from the very beginning, um, just seeing her, how she hustles and how she's, you know, been in the truck scene. Um, I definitely always looked up to her. We're good friends now. And, you know, and, and that's what it's about. It's like, well, there's no competition anywhere, you know, and having these women like support me and give me pointers and stuff. I mean, has really been great. Um, there's been so many other girls, um, like I said, in, in the scene, that just have reached out to help. I don't know if you know, but um, some of my products that I offer are actually done by girls in the scene. Awesome. Like, yeah. So yeah, I always tell people like when you're supporting my brand, you're not just supporting me, but you're also supporting other women. You know, I have um, lotions and body wash that, you know, Kim, which she hosts, she actually does alter metal. Um, she helps me with that. Um, Shay with, you know, glitzy. She helps me with cups. Um, I have a girl, Savannah, she does jewelry and keychains for me. So it's like, I'm supporting another girl, small business and, you know, everybody's supporting the brand and them as well. So yeah, there's, there's just been tons of women that I feel like 
when we support each other, I mean, we can do lots of things. We can we can make things great for sure. Well, I think that's fantastic. And obviously, like Naomi, we've seen her at so many shows and with their whole brand, you know, they do just amazing things. And it's great that you can look up to someone or they can kind of, you know, lend an ear or someone to lean on to be able to go like, hey, I want to get my brand going without that person going, oh, well, you know, uh, you don't want to do that and that type of thing. Because, as you know, there's enough to go around for everyone. Right, right. Yeah. And that that's what I say. I'm like, you know, even in, in my in my orders, like I've ordered stuff from like just different girl, different girl brands. And I put it as extras and I buy it from them, you know, as me supporting them, um, like Georgia, for example, you know. Yes. And, um, you know, I've got her stuff, female build. I've, getting, I've gotten her stuff. And then I just throw it extra in my orders as free gifts for some of my customers and it gets them, you know, exposed to other female brands. So absolutely, like I'm never, I, I'm always supporting other women, no matter what I feel like there is, we should, we should never think as each other as competition. You know, we can grow so much more if we don't think like that. Yeah, no doubt. Like Biggie said, you know, the sky's the limit, right? And whatever mm-hmm. you put your mind to it, you can accomplish. And I love hearing the success story. Someone, even like yourself, that you know, you mentioned the last couple of years you started going to shows, but you've reinforced that if you focus on it, you could definitely achieve it. And uh, to me, there's nothing greater than that. And it's got to be a good feeling for you too when you go to a show and you have the ladies come by and check out your stuff and buy it uh, because your success has continued to, to grow from what I can see. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I have so many other ideas. I mean, I want to keep growing and and keep seeing, you know, just women just keep coming out and, and introducing themselves and not being shy and just know that there's so many other women behind them, you know, ready to answer their questions, ready to help them. Like, that's what I want to make sure that that's out there and that these women are feeling from us. No doubt. So let me ask you this from a truck perspective. Right, there's a lot of trucks, you know, some like lifted, like what you drive, you know, obviously we like lowered stuff too. Is there one mm-hmm. particular truck that, you know, you love to see in the scene when you go to a show, um, or one that's maybe inspired you over the course of time, whether it's a female truck or, or not? Oh God, I love them all. <laughs> I really do. But you know, my my heart like I and that this is why I have that my C ten. Um, I love C tens. I love them bagged. I love them. I love that look. And, um, you know, I, I definitely hope that, you know, I finish my project, but I don't know. And there's just so many trucks out there. So many like say she has, um, an SUV, which I don't know if I, if I told you, but I have a calendar. Okay. And, um, and so she's actually one of the featured, um, vehicles on there and so i also have an suv and i thought about that i was like huh maybe i can you know drop my suv but there's just you know i I can pick up everything like i love lifted i love lowered i mean i love them all i don't know i can't even pick one yeah and that's the cool thing because the scene is made up of so many different vehicles right and people Mm -hmm. and uh that's one thing that i've always loved about it there was a there's a truck that um she is in severed ties and she's in Texas Mm -hmm. and you'll know this truck. It's a Nissan and it's purplish. 
and it has the graphics on it. Yes. Um, I think she won Best of Show at Laying at the Lake. Yep. Jen's purple Nissan with graphics. And the cool thing about that truck, for the listeners, uh, that was the last Severed Ties truck on the cover of Mini Trucking Magazine, which was January 2014. And when I see the colors on that truck, and I just see it just is perfect for her, you know, and I've got a chance to see it in person a couple times. But, you know, that's one to me that it really um, kind of epitomizes that that female side of it because the colors are just so awesome. But then the truck can hang with the big dogs. You know what I mean? Like you said, winning best of show and things like that with the billets and how low it is. And that's what I love seeing from the ladies' side of it because they could put together a project that is just groundbreaking and, you know, obviously graces the cover of a magazine. Right, yeah. And and interior, so um, Heather... She has her truck and um, she did this like plaid type interior and I just, I love it. I'm like, man, like that's, that's again, that girl creative um, and she coordinated it to the color of the truck and yeah, I love her truck too. Yeah, definitely. One of our buddies uh, back in the day, our friend Jason Weiss's boy, um, he passed away, unfortunately, back in the day, but he had this really cool Mazda, and he had plaid in it back when really nobody ever did that. And it's cool to see that, you know, some of that stuff will kind of, uh, like now when I see one, you don't see that very often, right? So it's pretty cool. But that's the cool aspect, too, I think, even from the female side, because with now the way interiors are and stuff like that, you can really theme something out. And I've seen some just killer stuff from SEMA yeah. to, you know, local uh, car and truck shows, and it's always pretty cool to see that. Now, you know, around the holidays, right, the hustle and bustle, you got a lot going on with the family. Um, As you think into 2022, right, I know you probably already have your kind of list of shows and things like that. What are you most excited about as you go into the new year? Growth. I mean, I want to keep I want to keep growing. I want to grow my website more. Um, I'm definitely going to try different shows. And Mini Nats is actually on my list this yes, year, so I yes. will be there. Good, so I was, good. I'm actually really excited about Mini Nats because I've heard so many great things about it. And I hadn't been able to fit it in the schedule, so I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to go to Mini Nats this year. So it's in the schedule already. We will be there for sure. So I'm definitely excited about that. Yeah, we talk a lot about it. And Jason Bell, you know, and his team, they do a fantastic job. And, you know, we would encourage anyone, if you can, in April next year, come out to Mini Nats in Maggie Valley and stop by, you know, girl, uh, trucking brand, OLP, hammered weekend wear, you know, all the different brands are going to be there, support the Mm -hmm. scene. And, um, you know, the good thing is too, you don't have to pay shipping. You know, when you're at shows, you sometimes get a little bit of a show discount. And, uh, the main thing is you don't have to pay the shipping if applicable, but, um, it's one of our favorite shows and arguably that's the cool thing about the scene. Having been involved with it now for about 25 years, it's like, this, the the truck shows really bring us together. Um, online has grown. We know that. But there's nothing like, you know, you can't really do a car show online, right? So you go to the car right. show, and like you were saying earlier, the interactions that you have and the friends and the hugs that you give, that to me is, is the best part. Yeah, and just bringing you stuff because so at shows, and here's the thing, yeah, I mean, definitely shows, um, I love – the support that I get. And so there's a lot of things that I actually offer at the shows at the vendor booth that are not online. And so people at the shows actually, you know, that's like, 
it's like one-offs because once they get them and they're gone, I mean, they never even make it online sometimes. And so, you know, that, that's kind of the cool part of that. Um, but that's why I'm like, man, I, I want to try to keep putting some of that stuff online, but just everybody keep in mind that if I'm at a show and you're there, I mean, absolutely come by because you'll see some of that stuff that I have. It, it hasn't even made it online yet. Yeah. And that is the good thing. And, uh, to mm-hmm. me, you know, if you get there early and you get set up, you know, people can come by and check out all the gear. And there's nothing like being able to buy something in person or at a store, right? Because right. a lot of us buy stuff online now, you know, and it's like Amazon, these big corporations, and it's like, oh, it shows up the next day. But, you know, to me, being able to go to a show and, and get like a new shirt, a new hat, a new koozie, things like that, it's just pretty cool. You get to go home and say, damn, this is all the stuff that I brought back. So, it's definitely yeah, good. and we make new friendships because people come and I get to talk to them and I love talking. So, I mean, we have a whole conversation before you know it. We're like, we're like friends now. And, you know, I see them at every show and, and then we, you know, get to talk on social media. So yeah, definitely the friendships that you make at the shows as well. Oh yeah. Now what's the furthest West you think you'll go next year? Cause I mean, Las Vegas, that's a pretty damn long way that you went this year. I know. Um, I don't know. Um, so far right now, I have 14 shows on the schedule. Again, I said t- I did 24 this year and it was just shows that I kind of added in, you know, here and there. I would like to go to California, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm if hoping- there's any shows out West that want to invite me, let me know. I know. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that's the cool thing is you can get out there. You can network with other people. And uh, you mm-hmm. can hit the shows. I know there's a few that we're going to be going to. Uh, one of our favorite shows is Lone Star Throwdown, and we're going to be going out there. And it's a long drive, as you know. Uh, you know, not necessarily for you, but you know, when you're going to shows, sometimes it is a long drive. But uh, to me, it's it's the experience of being there and then hanging out with everyone, the homies, the chicas, and right. just holding it down, right? Yeah, and you get to see people that you won't see. Like, I mean, I'm from Texas, so I go to you know Texas shows. But when I travel somewhere else, I mean, I get to meet completely different people and I see different builds and, and that's kind of, it's cool. I, I like to see different styles and in the different areas. No doubt about it. Now, let me ask you this. Do you, are you into, are like, you a fan of hip hop? Do you like some, some Texas hip hop? I, I, I love all music, honestly. I Damn, mean, from okay. oldies to country to hip hop to rap. I mean, everything. You know, cause I, I'm a big hip hop fan. I'll be listening to some ghetto boys. I'll be listening to you know, some, <laughs> some, um, Port Arthur, Texas right there with, you know, Bun B and rest in peace, Pimp C. But, you know, there's, there's so much, that's one cool thing about, you know, they used to call Texas. I think they still do. Um, Paul Wall may have coined it the third coast. You know what I mean? So there's a lot mm-hmm. of heritage there, but I think one of the crazy things is, is they always say everything's bigger in Texas. Man, when you go to Lone Star Throwdown and you see some of those trucks out there, I mean, it is insane what people are putting together from Texas. Yes, yes, yeah. LST Lone Star is definitely a show you don't want to miss. Um, it's my first show of the year for sure. I don't, I don't have any January shows. Um, so that show starts off my year. I love it's it. Lone Star it. Throwdown. So for sure. Now, um, I do want to ask this: outside of trucks, right? Is there anything that you like? You have a particular hobby? Do you like sports? Is there something else that you do that just you know? brings joy to you outside of trucks i like fishing really all right I believe that so yes Damn, yes so. i'm a i love camping and fishing is kind of my piece 
Nice, nice. So, so are you like like kind of you know? I grew up on a lake. I don't know a lot about fishing, but uh, is it just like the relaxation? You go out to the lake and cast yeah, out. It's just the the relaxing. Um, so. I lived in San Antonio for a long time. That's kind of my hometown. Mm. And we did a lot of river fishing. And so that's really fun. Um, and there's a lot of rivers down south of Texas. And then up here, now I live north Texas, and there's a lot of lakes up here. So we, you know, go on the boat and, and fish. But it's just a relaxing. I love camping. I love the outdoors, period. Nice. So, nice. yeah. So I love these shows that... Um, our camping type shows like laying at the lake. Oh um, yeah. I know we've heard yeah. so much like Chad and his, his, his wife, they've been doing so many great things with that show. And yeah. uh, I just love to see more shows. I mean, it's just amazing. You can almost go not maybe where you live, but I mean, all across the country, there's almost a show like almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Oh yes. I've seen the list and I was like, I'm like going through the list. I'm like, okay, I want to, I definitely want to try to do some different uh, shows this year. So I can get to meet some different people. So, yeah, anybody that that have, I haven't been to their show and that, like I said, they'd like to invite me, just hit me up so that I can I can see if I can make it out. Yeah, no doubt. We're talking with Sylvia Molina, and you can find out more if you just Google or go on Instagram or Facebook and type in girl and then T-R-U-C-K-N or apostrophe N, um, obviously on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Um, gosh, you know, we've talked about a lot. Um, what, what have we forgot? Anything you want to kind of mention or anything I forgot to bring up? No, I, I think, I think we talked about it all. Um, really looking forward to the ladies yes. coming out and, and feeling motivated and supported and empowered. So, I mean, we definitely have seen, I definitely have definitely seen the growth in the past couple of years. So uh, it'd be nice continuing to see that. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, you'll be our last female guest of the year. We've tried to do a better job this year here. Um, can't share much, but I think in the new year, we've definitely got some more stuff coming to highlight the ladies, which I think is going to be fantastic. And, you know, someone like yourself, awesome. Sylvia, Girl Trucking, we love what you do. I see you on social media all the time. You bring a smile to my face. And again, you know, rest in peace to your husband um, years ago. And I wish you guys the best as you go through the holiday season here, the rest of it. And uh, thanks for all that you do for the scene. And, and we just want to see you stay on the rise. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me and happy holidays to everybody. You're welcome. And everyone have a great weekend. Uh, we'll hit you guys next week. We're getting closer to Christmas. So stay on the rise. And thanks for rocking with us. Be safe, everyone. Peace.